Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. To the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located inside the River House at East River Nine, be lifted to experience the wonder of John and Lance as they commence to birdie the third hole of Del Olalea. Now that's some golf. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Astros in four. Astros in four. I got. Um, huh? No, it's divisional round is best best of five. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? It's three, five, and seven, and then seven again. It's three, five, Why seven. Can't you get used to this? Oaktown three, five, seven. It's uh, I want to have to three, use. Three, five, seven, seven. Why can't we just do seven? Why can't we just do one, seven, seven, seven? For those that, of that's you, basketball. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, because this started off the year, you're very confused about why we're rambling about stuff. Michael Connor's asking for the predictions for the Astros uh-huh. se- series against the Twins for everybody. Are here. we allowed to say he works here now? He's been on the air for the last. Three day, or four days, yes. Uh, yeah. Can. But, you know, when you said it, you weren't allowed to. Now you are. And, oh. actually, it would be Sorry great I if you help promote, promote another show. show instead of That's being selfish. I, you mean being selfish like promoting a show? Yeah. Well, I actually was promoting a show when I said that. the whole city was on waiting, waiting, <laughs> breathlessly, and you just go, you know, flippantly, oh, yeah, Michael Connor's going to be on today. And people went, and ruin oh, the whole thing. I like Michael Connor. Let me listen in. I've never heard that show before. Okay. Yeah. No, you yeah. just ruined We waited so a whole month, and then you give it away. Oh, yeah. We had such... We never even did a liner about find out who it is. All, there was a lot of work yeah. put into a lot of not work. telling people when that who was going to be the you, permanent host. There was a host. lot of work getting through we a had, non-compete. We had a Josh and the Who show where multiple people showed up. Yeah. Neither None of them had a chance to be you, the full-time host. You. I mean, I wasn't the only one. I just found it interesting that, hey, you guys want to come in and not really audition? Because <laughs> we've already got, we already got our guy? Yeah. You want to come be substitute teacher? Yeah. yeah sure. Say so Michael Connor. It's Connor and Beard is the new name of that. Is the new name. I like name. the Astros in, uh, oh, man. I, I like to say four. Astros in five. Four. I hate saying that. No, no, I don't want to come back here. No, it's going to be Astros in four. Uh, Delvin? It's Sita? what we do. Who do you like? Twins. <laughs> You're so in you just gotta be. four. You're just a jerk. How am I a jerk? Yeah, you know, no, it's no, not no. jerkish so to you say twins and four. You hate and you want everyone How, to hate you. I don't. Why would they hate me for picking a team to win? Because you're a bad person. I'm not a bad. I want the Astros to win. I'm not rooting against them. I just think no, Lance. You got to watch more baseball. He's got an opinion. I just have an opinion. Let him have his no. opinion. Then you got to watch more baseball. Hey, we know you. I know you're from Portland, but let me have my own opinion. <laughs> You lib. Let me have my opinion. Stop trying to silence me. I know. Why are you trying to silence him, John? Uh, because his opinion is awful. Oh, my opinion. Okay. You don't like my opinion, no. so I can't express it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Silence all Dells. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, you and Diane Feinstein, you the said same twins person. twins four? Um, so, yeah, twins and four. You're a jerk. How am I so, a jerk? I can't make a prediction. He doesn't like it. Why would every? Oh, okay, Astros and four. Uh, Fine, you happy you, now? I bet you voted for Biden, too. What is that? No, I called you the lib. You can't take my bit. Yeah, you're already taking his bit. So, you're trying to silence my opinion. So I'm going to parlor to do this show. <laughs> so uh, Dusty asked about facing Carlos Correa. Here's Dusty. I can't brag on him too much. You know, he's one of mine and my wife's favorite players. A lot of people's favorite players around here. So, 
Uh, I think we played them. Didn't we play them in the playoffs last year too? Or we played them over there in uh, in uh, Minnesota. I think one game he, he was hurt and didn't play. So uh, we're not playing Carlos. We're playing the Twins. But be glad to see Carlos. Yeah, it's good to see Carlos. I mean, we were going to face one of them, Springer or Carlos. I think we have a – don't we have a more – I think we we regard Carlos more than we regard Springer, right? Well, he was here for longer, right? I mean, he was here for the twenty one World Series run. He did the he got to do the the watch the Carlos Correa time thing. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. I guess so. I mean, yeah, he was here longer. Yeah. Well, not no. technically, actually. No. No, he wasn't here longer. He's just here later. Well, he was here in every year it mattered. Yeah, Springer 15, came up 16, when 17. Springer came up in 14. When Carlos got here is when this started, in the 15th season. Yeah. In the middle of the 15th season, in June. he came up in Chicago and changed, White Sox was his changed. first series, if yeah. I remember correctly. And Carlos, we remember him for, I mean, Carlos has 60 postseason RBIs. 60. Yeah. Carlos has come up huge time and time and time again for the Houston Astros. So it's good to have him back here, yeah. I think we have a. I think we have we hold high, uh, Carlos in high regard, uh, and maybe higher than any former. More than Cole, Charlie. Oh Morton, yeah, way more I mean, than Charlie Cole. Morton had, had obviously. Nah, had but Charlie shoot. was he had a he had a couple of and he, like, he had a moment. He was Carlos a had seasons. Right. Carlos came up. I mean, was the number one pick. Came up through the organization. Carlos is in that. He's yeah. in that group. That Carlos will always is be number one as far as the former Astros. Carlos will always be remembered. Yep. 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 Now Dusty also talked about. You know, it was nice getting that two seed, bro. It was really, really nice. And they, this team has been grinding. They've ground, ground through those A's and Royals series and then had to come on and win five of the last six uh, just to secure a playoff spot. So they've been playing playoff baseball for a little while. Dusty said they really needed this rest before this ALDS. Last year, that five or six day off, we weren't totally spent. You know, I mean, we were as rested as you could be, you, you know, with the big lead, playing guys, doing the, but this time we had to play them all the way to the end. And uh, we were tired. And uh, just like they told me that that the Braves were tired last year when they had to fight the Mets all the way to the end. Then when they started the playoffs, you know, they started a little tired. I mean, I'm, I'm ordinarily you wouldn't want those days off that many days off, but I think we needed them because I'm telling you, I mean, if we had to play Tuesday, my bullpen was upside down. Uh, my players are retired. I was tired. What was he tired from? He, uh, you don't grind every game like he does. Every decision that's that's life or death for a baseball life team. Life or death? Yeah, for a baseball team, okay? You just sit around and go, and, and you're, I don't know, you're eating edamame while you're watching the game. Why Why did he choose that as the food of insult? Why did he choose that? I don't know. I, Pretty random. I'll let you go on your rant if you want to. But I want to dive deep into why edamame was your choice of how do I insult him here? Yeah. I'm going to choose edamame. <laughs> I don't what know. is that? Because I figured that I was going to say peanuts, but you're not, you're not sitting around getting peanut shells all over I feel your like couch. Uh, Edamame's cleaner. Edamame yeah, is cleaner. I feel like Dusty makes his decisions before the game and sits there and watches how they play out. What's he so tired from? Flipping, Flipping a, a coin? coin? That ain't tiring. Flipping a coin. The coin is spoken. Am I going with Maton 
Or am I going with Montero? Flipping the coin. I was tired. It is a coin the flip. Coin it's not no, it's not. It's Maton. Uh, okay, how much? Okay, honestly. Man, you're going to get. You're gonna die on the Maton Hill, and it's not going to be good. No, no. I mean, who gets more he innings in the postseason? Maton or Montero? I like Montero. I don't. No way. Maton gets more. Montero. How many appearances? Is, well, it depends on how long it goes. Will, will Montero make more than three appearances in the postseason? In the entire postseason? Now it's tricky because I'm I'm obviously projecting them past the Twins. No, the answer is no. No, that's an easy win. Yeah. Yes is an easy winner. Yes, yes is an easy winner. Easy winner. Montero. Well, they don't go. They can't go six. The only time anymore. you throw Montero out there is when you're losing big, bro. You think that he thinks that way? Yes. Since when? He knows. He said that He himself. said it earlier, and then he started bringing him in in high leverage but then, again. But then he saw him in high leverage lately. And then he'll come back again, like in the postseason, Montero gets it done. He does love Montero. I mean, I'm, take, I'm taking that. That dude under. is Jeff Bagwell's guy, and apparently Bagwell and, and Dusty's a Bagwell guy, too. And Bagwell's a Dusty guy. And Montero's a Bagwell guy. Do the math. The coin is spoken. <laughs> Dude, follow the money. What coin has spoken? What, math what math? What math are you talking about? I'm Maybe sorry. The, yeah, is that some transitive property yeah. you're talking about? Yes, it is transitive. One properties. likes the other, the other likes the other, so the other must play. Montero's a Bagwell guy. Bagwell's a Dusty guy. Dusty's a Bagwell Bag- guy. Yeah, Dusty's a Bagwell guy. Montero is a Dusty guy. I, I said take the under on this. You, you like under, under three appearances? Because it's only going four. Oh, well, he it's thinks only going so. four, he's games. Going four games. Don't worry about the postseason. <laughs> Which pitcher We're gets the most you. innings pitched in this series outside of you can't use a starter? Outside, okay, out of the pen? Yeah. Abreu. Abreu's in every I'll game. I'll say Neris. Neris in, in every, every game, game, too. Abreu's in every game. Montero every game. Yeah. So you have them. No, no. You have it going the distance, or you have it going either one. You have going. Now, what would be interesting is if Urquidy ends up being. Yeah, he's got five. What if Urquidy's on the back end of uh, of Javier? He's in the game. You're losing. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. If Javier goes five innings, no. Javier could be. It could be a two-two game, and Javier's gone 106 pitches in five innings. Yeah. Easily. And what if Urquidy comes in? Or Keaton doesn't come in. Okay, what if it's the fourth inning? Keaton's going to get lost in. In, like, just like he did last year. No, I could see Urquidy get coming, following behind Javier. That man won the most important start of the year, and and does like sorry, no time for you. Yeah, no time for you. Pen. I know this was get last minute, belongs. and you can't, because a guy, another guy's wife was dehydrated, and you pitched great, but no. But that well, who you would you start, France in Game Four or Urquidy? I mean, I've seen Urquidy pitch in big moments in the I playoffs. I think France may have hit I mean, that wall. I'm, I'm I love Urquidy. I would go Urquidy. Well, he he's had plenty of rest. And now. That's that France Dusty. hasn't thrown in a while. I know, and that's that Dusty stuff too. Where we're like Dusty in that regard. That's a guy we like. We've seen him do good things. We trust Urquidy. I trust Urquidy. He know? didn't trust him last year. I, but I trust Urquidy, and Dusty went to him the other day, maybe because he had to. Why would you not trust Urquidy? He, he didn't last year. I don't trust know why he's all Urquidy's. Okay, the only reason Urquidy started in that game is because France's wife didn't drink any water. Well, I don't know if that's uh, why she was dehydrated. My guess is that's not it. She was probably sick. No, she was dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Would you get sick and diarrhea and throwing up? You get oh dehydrated. God, you're putting diarrhea. I don't know. Well, you're I just saying just she like... just had to go to the hospital because she didn't drink water all day. That's not likely. I'm not putting diarrhea on her. Good well, Lord. she's sick. Okay. How do you get how do you get dehydrated? You get You're sick. You're sitting there like she's just sitting there slugging drinks all day dehydrated. <laughs> it's it it great one hundred degree weather. Uh time to talk about HRP. You're probably gonna get called. 
to the doubt office. It. Doubt it. Uh, I would imagine uh, with that statement that you just made. What I'm talking about now is HRP, HRP.net. 281-880-6525 or hrp.net if you're looking for the best way to get that payroll to your company. I'm looking at the skyline of the city of Houston, and there are so many, so many businesses that are in, the, all, those, in all of those office buildings right now. You have an office. You need payroll to get to your people. If you're doing your payroll yourself, if you've got 20, 25, 50, 100 employees, you need somebody doing your payroll, doing it right, technologically flawless, That you're, and, and they're going to get this to you and do your HR as well more, uh, more economically than you can do it. You're not in the payroll business. They are. Let them do the work that they know and let you go sell your widgets and not worry about this stuff. And then all the benefit packages and everything else, they can they offer you packages, not force their packages on you, but offer you options. That's what they do every single day. You're looking for a great way to get your payroll. All you need to do is get to HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles. Back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios. Live at East River 9, where Del Olaleya is babysitting John and Lance. Now, Del, please make sure they take their naps today. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We are live at East River 9, just a beautiful setting, perfect day to come on over here and play some golf. Joining us out here on this beautiful morning, Jackie Sherrill, former Aggie coach, former Mississippi State head coach. He is with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 as we get ready for a huge weekend. A lot of talk about Texas, Oklahoma, but what about Alabama coming to College Station? Coach, Talk about playing in these kind of games, a, a, a big game when you're taking uh, – anytime you play Alabama, it's a big game, right? And yes, anytime. And of course, the same thing with playing Georgia or the same thing playing Notre Dame or Southern Cal. Uh, the, the worst thing, <clears throat> getting your players ready, you don't have to. Get them too psyched is the issue. Yeah, right. You know, and I w- always uh, felt – all the coaches that jump up and holler before the game and have the team burst out of the locker room, then, you know, that wears off real quick as soon as you get on the field, the player, and get slapped upside the head by the opponent. Whatever that coach said before the game doesn't count. Don't matter anymore. <laughs> no. how, do you, how, well, how do you make it a slow build, then, if, if, if it's not about the – the instant can you build something up because we know that college football more than pro football is about momentum and momentum can can really roll downhill on somebody what do you do to try to is the bulletin board thing a real thing for you as a coach that you start early in the week you start real early but you start in football you actually start in january Uh and you prepare your players because you're in the off season then you go through spring practice then on the season, what I did was each each game I had a different theme for that game, and that's what you, whether it's discipline, whether it was dedication, or on and on, of our toughness. That was what you talked about that week, and that's what it was going to take to win this game. Yeah, 
And so, you know, from Sunday, Monday all the way through, but on Friday, it's all repetition mental. Uh, you know, Frank Cush, Arizona State, uh-huh. he used to scrimmage his football team on Friday. Full gear. Yeah, he was a really? he was a rough coach. Wow, Full I know somebody gear. who played wow. for him. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know I never did that because I thought it. So the middle part is getting on. Usually Monday is when you start putting all your stuff in. Yeah. You know Tuesday is when you actually should have your most physical day, and then Wednesday you start taping off, but you're going through your game plan. Thursday, uh, same thing. Friday is all review. And then on Saturday, if if you have to get – if you're playing in this game, if Texas, Oklahoma, or A&M, Alabama, if you're playing in this game and you have to get your players up, you have the wrong players. Something's wrong. Let me ask you this. More highly regarded, the Bear Bryant – Crimson Tide or the Nick Saban Crimson Tide? Well, I'm prejudiced. Yeah, now, Coach Bryant. I played for Coach Bryant. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, Nick's a great player. But he also, what people in don't give credit to, and that's to Mal Moore. Mal Moore was a teammate of mine, played for Coach Bryant, but as the AD, he gave Nick Saban everything he wanted. Now, Nick brought pro football to college football because all the analysts, all the other people that had on their staff, uh, then Mal allowed him to hire those people. There wasn't an AD in the country that would all of a sudden let a coach have 30 people on his staff. Mm-hmm. So that's where the analysts came in. And so Nick has changed or did change college football uh, because he was able to have those coaches that were former head coaches, offensive coaches, and that would, would come in. They would break the film down. They still do break the film down. And so on Monday or Sunday, when the coaches went into the meetings, they had everything they needed to know about the opponent. And they started making their game plan. So they were ahead of the curve of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now everybody has analysts. Every school, top school, will have probably 30 to 50 guys or people in the football program this is uh you know it's so my dad coached at u of h when you were at a&m so he's part of that southwest conference with bill yeoman and it was uh it was an interesting time in the southwest conference but one of the things you've coached in the sec and you coach in the southwest conference i always felt felt like there were some similarities but at the same time the sec kind of looks out for their own in a way even though there may be virulent you know, disagreements and rivalries and all that. At the at the heart of it all, they're SEC. Like, there's a sameness there. The Southwest Conference almost seemed to lack that, and it ended up, of course, going away. Did you kind of find that as well? That uh, Did you see a difference in between the two? Uh, yes, 
the, the, the worst thing, uh, the difference, the SEC were treated all the same. Yeah. Uh, in the Southwest Conference, it got to a point where uh, Texas felt they brought the most money in, so they deserved more of the pie than all the others. Kind of like in the Big 12? Well, that's what happened. now they're in the SEC. I mean, that's happened yeah, twice. That's what dissolved. And, you know, I would go, I was the AD and, and head coach. I would go to the meeting. Here's Arkansas that's going to the Orange Bowl, and they were asking for more travel money. Yeah. And the schools wouldn't vote for it. They wouldn't allow Arkansas, even though Arkansas is representing the Southwest Conference. Which, but they would not want to vote or didn't vote for them to get more travel money. And I had to stand up and force it through so they could get more travel money that they could take their band, they could take and go to Miami. Because, you know, people think traveling is non expensive. Now, here's my opinion. All those West Coast teams, when you start talking about taking your, your men's, your women's, women's basketball, your tennis, your oh, yeah. golf, and go all the way to the East Coast, uh, you're talking about millions of dollars in just travel. So, you know, it. even though they're going to make a lot more money from the Big Ten, roughly every school today – in the Big Ten or the SEC are going to get between 80 and $100 million. Well, half of that may be eat up in travel. <laughs> yep. we got Jackie Cheryl with us out here live at East River 9. We've got, I got, I got, there's so many questions I got for you. Uh, we've got, let's do, let's do another segment on the other side. But first, Lance, why don't you talk about a little tequila? I'll talk about Maestro de Bell. It's a tequila of choice for me, I can tell you that. And it's tequila of choice for many, many people right now. Um, across the United States. It's coming on so strong. You've got, you know, it's big in Mexico. They do really decorative bottles and things like that in certain areas, Puerto, uh, in Puerto Vallarta. And, and with here in the States, uh, the Cristalino is huge. They started the category. It's three different tequilas that are charcoal filtered, aged, and the, you know, the result is a delicious tasting tequila with a great flavor profile that is built to or that is that is made to really satisfy you without any burn. It's very, very smooth. All the tequilas with Maestro de Bar are sipping tequilas. Like every single one can be sipped. Reposado, Añejo, the, the silver, the smoke silver, the Cristalino, it doesn't matter. But if you want to make a margarita or a cocktail, you're going to take it to another level with Maestro de Bell. I promise you, buy a bottle wherever you see it. Try it for yourself. Come back and hit me up. Take a picture of it. Direct message me on Twitter. Let me know what you think of Maestro Do Bell. And this is going to be a winning formula for you. You'll have it up on your shelf of liquors soon enough. It's Maestro Do Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold, Maestro Do Bell. Don't miss Astros playoff baseball. It's gone. The second home run of the ball game for Kyle Tucker. Live tomorrow on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, live from East River 9, you found the trench. Get in the trench. Here's John and Lance. How's that? 
Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92. I didn't know you knew him, Coach. Coach yeah. says, yeah, I, li- I like Mark Klein. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. That's great. Yeah. Did you try him out as a kicker? Uh, we recruited him. You did? And he went to Ohio State, <laughs> so I, I didn't like him. <laughs> he came back. He uh, he ended up uh, uh, at Sam Houston, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but he was yeah he was a pretty yeah you just turned him off his mic is off his mic is off it better Uh, testing there it is there it is Uh, I want to talk to you okay we've been talking about Nick Saban we've got a soundbite from one of his players listen to one of his players talking about coming off the field uh, on Saturday with Nick Saban I actually was jogging off the field I'm like. Dang, boy, he looked mad. Boy, he finna give it to somebody. And then I'm like, oh, 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 it's me. So, like, when he was saying that, uh, I mean, he was telling me to time up the blitz on the motion. And I know y'all seen, like, how many times do I have to tell you? You know the word. But, uh, like, when he said that, it was kind of like one of those things that you just have to not hear how he's saying it, but you have to hear what he's saying. And, I mean, it's another thing when you look at it as far as never knowing when the camera's on you and being coachable. And I feel like the relationship that I have with him, he knows that I can take coaching like that. And it's hard coaching. And when you choose to come here, you never know when he can chew you out. And uh, like people always say, you should be worried when he's not saying something. So, hard coaching. Yes. We talked about that. you got to have some a-hole in you to coach, don't you? Yes. And, you, you know, you're not your player's friend. And I would tell my players, I'm not your friend. I'm your coach. You know, and if you have kids and you raise your kids, they're not your friend either. You're the parent. And so there are things that you actually demand. <clears throat> the teams that are going to win and are going to be at the end of the season are the teams that practice very physically. If you go to Alabama's practice, you're going to see players going after each other. And attention to detail. Yes. And, you know, as a player, Nick take care, takes care of his player. You can be hard as you want to on a player, but the player, if you take care of him, meaning you show him respect, you also are very respectful of his family, uh, but on the field, their job is to learn how to play and play and execute. Well, that player is Terry and Arnold, and they showed the video of Nick chewing him out, but then they showed Nick going up to him later. And you know, and and the and the softer side of Nick, right? You know, after you chew that guy out, you got to show him you love him too. Build him back up. Yeah, you got to build him back up, right? Exactly. As a player, you want to play for Nick Saban or other coaches. Jimbo's a very good player coach, but as an assistant coach, uh, there's a lot of assistant (laughs) coaches that 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 do not last long. They don't last. I mean, they there is a turn and burn. They grind. They the grind. They just will make you grind as an assistant. Yes. You, so, so you coached Dan Marino at Pitt. Yes. For three years. Did you know what you had? Oh yes. He was. <laughs> he was in high school when I went to watch him play. Uh, he was a man playing with with kids. Uh, Danny, you know, he's a big kid. You know, he's six four, but he could throw. And as a freshman, I filmed him. You know, his throwing motion. And I asked him, I said, who taught you how to throw? My dad. What did he say? 
because back then you had all these gurus around the country. Even back then? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. You had all these gurus that, you know, your elbow's got to be here, the ball's got to be here, your grip's got to be this way, which is malarkey first because everybody's throwing motions is is, the, is different. And so I asked him, I said, what did he say? And he said, the ball goes up and out. And that's all it does. <laughs> you know, in your mind, the ball goes up, it goes out. Well, the guys you see on pro ball or college today, Johnny Manziel, or you can take Mahomes, or you can go on and on, you can tell very quickly if they played baseball or not because their throwing motions are all different angles. And you watch Mahone throwing his sidearm. You watch him pitch the ball. I mean, it came from baseball years. And Danny was a baseball player. Yep, Stafford too. Stafford yeah. was the catcher for, Ker- for oh, yeah. Kershaw, and he's he's got all kinds of motions as well. All kinds of all kinds of motions, yeah. uh, especially the middle. And that's a little unusual. A lot of those guys are middle infielders. Yeah, right. Uh, a lot of times, the shortstop throw like, well, Mahomes pitch, but he throws like a shortstop. Well, he played short too. He oh yeah, that's right. Too. He yep. played two positions. The, the you, di- difference in college and pro ball yep. as a, as a quarterback. In college, <clears throat> the window is big. Yeah. But in pro ball, that window gets little. I played with, had the opportunity to play with Damon, uh, Steve Sloan, Kenny Stabler, and, and Hunter. But years at, well, after Kenny got out of college playing for Oakland, we were at a banquet, and it was a big hall banquet, I mean, big room. And I asked Kenny, I said, what's the difference of pro ball uh, in college? And he said, Jackie, if you can't stand here, and you're talking about 40 yards, throw the ball without hitting the ceiling, you can't play in this league, meaning there's no room for error. Absolutely. Jackie Sherrill's with us here live at East River 9. A beautiful day for you to come on out and play some golf. Look how pretty this is. It is spectacular. You can go all the way up until 10 o'clock tonight because they got the lights out here. You're looking for a place to play East River 9. Just so much fun. If you haven't been here yet, you need to get with here. With the elevations and movement, I would imagine the drainage has been pretty good, it's too. It's been good. I mean, yeah. I think it's perfect. Hey, I want to ask you, Coach, about a guy. So my dad coached against you, like I said, in the Southwest Conference. One of the guys who I think has kind of been forgotten. A lot of people, I don't ever hear his name mentioned anymore. But somebody who was incredibly talented at the time was Kevin Murray. Oh, uh, Kyler I'm... Murray's father. Uh, we, everyone knows Kyler Murray, but his dad, Kevin Murray, was an excellent, excellent quarterback there in the early to mid-'80s. Can you talk a little – you know, and, and I want to have this conversation. There was, I know University of Houston was the first team in the Southwest Conference to really have you know, a predominance of black quarterbacks at the time. You have to remember it was in the 70s and into the, into the 80s. And there weren't a lot of black quarterbacks moving on to the NFL, but I remember even at that age when I was younger watching Kevin Murray thinking, man, this guy looks like he could be an NFL quarterback. He could have. Uh, The issue that you had with Kevin, he challenged the junior rule. Back then, that was the first of the junior rule coming out after three years, and he challenged the junior rule. The second thing, you know, he broke his – ankle yeah turned it really in, bad break in, in game yeah and but dr stedman from Vail, which was an aggie he called all the clubs and said he can play you know there's no issue uh but 
you know, there were a couple of other things. Uh, there wasn't that many black quarterbacks in pro ball. So with the junior rule and the other issue, then they he didn't get drafted. But he had an agent say, you're going to be a first-round draft choice. Hmm. Uh, you know, that's the issue today. Speaking of agents, uh, they have seminars now with the agents, and I'm talking about the big agents, how to go down to high school, recruit the high school kid, and sign the high school today. That's what they're doing. I mean, well, you know, I mean, this is going way back. How would you like to be in the NIL situation right now? (laughs) Uh, Being able to pay those guys. (laughs) Hey, well, Utah just gave them everybody <laughs> a truck. How about that? How yeah. would your guys like that? Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. Go back a, a little ways. Uh, you and I sat. I, you didn't know me, and you were sitting right there uh, for the national championship game, Longhorns against USC. Vince, Vince runs into the end zone. We were both in the corner of the end zone together. You didn't know me. I knew you, and I was, I was, it was great to, to be, be by you watching that game. Uh, but the Longhorns, and you have a little bit of a history, going back to Texas A&M and, and Texas, obviously, but also when you were at Mississippi State, you castrated a bull for your players before the Texas game. And did, did you, how, what was the backlash like? And oh. was there any regret <laughs> from you doing that or not? Well, the, the only mistake I made was not doing it on South Farms because you have a vet school. South Farms is where they do it. And if I'd taken them to South Farms, and let the vet students do it, there's no issue. But when I asked our players in the meeting if they knew what a steer was, none of the players knew. And coaches as well, there's only one, Jimmy Helms, that played at Texas. So we're going to practice, and a manager runs up and says, Coach, you know, we are in the cattle business. We run through about uh, 25 a day from bulls to steers. And he want me, Dad, to bring one. I said, okay. So it wasn't (laughs) that I had thought it up. So they come. They do the actual castration. The vet was there. The vet had given the, the bull a shot of penicillin beforehand. And, you know, some of the players watched it some of them did it but did not watch it but there was a track girl running across the track and she was probably 50 yards away or more uh, and her mother worked at the vet school so she goes and tells her mother and it just explodes I mean uh, Jim Lampley called me and, and I said Jim you know what a steer is he said, no. I said, well, you do now. <laughs> and so it was like I had a you know, a knife between my teeth and threw them down. And, and, you know, so I carry a knife now with me. Just in case? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, in case you're running across the pole? No. Okay. When, Just in case? Hey, I, I carry a knife, and That's it's sharp. Small. It's sharp. Now. It is sharp. And and when a, somebody asked me, I would say, you, you want me to show you? It only takes five <laughs> seconds. 
<laughs> no, thank you, Coach. No, thank you. Coach Jackie Sherrill here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 live from East River. Now, we got to break in here. Coach, thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate you. Great, great, great stuff. i got to talk right now about my bookie. MyBookie.ag, promo code VET975. It is the place to play, win, and get paid. It is the place for you, my friends, if you're looking for a great place to gamble. All right, you got you know what the games are, who's going to win. You love your football. You want to bet on it. it. It's all right there. It's all legal. It is for you right here, right now. MyBookie.ag, promo code VET975. They've got the best payouts. Look, you can get, you if you, you, you bet a parlay, you win the first two legs of the parlay. You want to get out of that parlay because you don't like the third bet. You can. You can get out of it, and you can get an early cash out. You want to, to when you make your initial deposit, you want a bonus of a couple hundred bucks, you can do that as well. This is what they're doing. No bookie, no local bookie is doing this. You want to play. You want to get cash bonuses. You want to get out of parlays, and you want a great place to win, get paid. MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet Sassy Molassie. Tonight at the Alamo Dome, he gets Happy Go Jackie on the big white guy like a donkey eating a waffle. The Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios is currently nestled in the River House at East River 9. A perfect place to observe the trench. Get in the trench. With John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Quick segment here. We've had Coach Cheryl on with us. And we want, want to promote your, uh, your chairman of the uh, Lombardi Club, the, the Lombardi Award this year. I'm, I'm very fortunate. This is the 50th year. And, you know, who knows? It's voted on not by the committee of uh, Lombardi. It's voted by sports writers and other in coaches. Uh, my first experience was 1980. I had Hugh Green, which, without a doubt, one of the greatest players ever in college. Uh, he won the award, but I, I was on the way here from Pittsburgh. I flew to Atlanta, changed planes in Atlanta, and I'm, the lady sitting next to me had a bracelet, and it had little footballs on it and other trinkets. And I looked at her, and I said, ma'am, you must be married to a football coach. And she said, yes, I am. And I said, who, who is your husband? Vince Lombardi. Oh, wow. So I got to ride from Atlanta to Houston. For the Lombardi Award. For the Lombardi Award with, you know, Maria Lombardi, Miss Lombardi. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. And it's a great award in uh, December uh, 5th. And they have it every year. Uh, on that date or here in the city here and it's been 50 years for the lombardi award of course you know there's the lombardi trophy is another sector of the super bowl but the lombardi award goes to the most or the best interior people from end to end on both sides right uh and you know when you think about it there's a lot of those guys that are in the pool to pick one. So when you come out of that pool, you know, the percentage of, say, quarterbacks, you know, there's X number of quarterbacks. So the percentage of that guy winning is larger 
but uh, the percentage for these guys to win, it's uh, it's hard to win the Lombardi oh, Award. Oh, it's a great, great, great award. Yeah, yeah. And it has been. It's been in the city of Houston uh, forever. <laughs> and you were coming in a, in a plane uh, from Pittsburgh to Houston. What what made you? You had Dan Marino. What made you leave Pitt for Houston at the at, for Texas A&M? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but one, the administration uh, was changing. They were going to take football over. Uh, they started scheduling. Did you? Did they give you like ten million a year to come oh. here to Texas A&M? <laughs> <laughs> no, but those uh, are new numbers. <laughs> but those are new, they didn't pay you that then. No, yeah. The kicker was. I got to be the AD and the head coach. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I get, you can be two jobs. That's great. Thank yeah. you. What is this, <laughs> Texas the same, High School? <laughs> for the same price. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jackie Sherrill right here live. Congratulations. And you're doing a lot of work with Stem Cell as well. Uh, with the, with the, what's the name of that company? The company called Celtex. Celtex. You know, David Eller was, was the chairman of the board at Texas A&M and he was my boss back then, and he's the CEO, and he allowed me, to, or has and is, allowing me to take former NFL players and help them uh, with issues, whether dementia, a- ALS, possible CTE, or autoimmune, uh, and shoulders, knees, backs. And, and use stem cells to help them. Yes. That's great stuff. Great stuff. Coach, as always, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. We're live at East River 9. We've got Beat the Limo Guy next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So don't you go anywhere. You're going to find out who to bet on because you get bet against anything that Justin says uh, next right here on the show. <laughs> right now, though, I'm talking about the Cougs. Coach Holgerson's taking on his former team, West Virginia, next Thursday night at TDECU Stadium. Get your tickets now. Get a ticket and a black T-shirt because it's a blackout game, all right, and celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Get your T-shirt and a, and a ticket for just 20 bucks. Now, this special expires on Sunday, so get yours today. Go to uhcougars.com slash blackoutwvu. You're looking for a great great entertainment. It's going to be Thursday night. It's going to be a beautiful night for football. We're going to be out there. We're going to have fun. Got to beat t- uh, West Virginia. Going to wear black. Let's go. Coach Holgerson against his for- former team, West Virginia. Another uh, uh, Big 12 game. Got to get that first win against West Virginia. That'll be a lot of fun, and you want to be there. Get your ticket and your black T-shirt. With the, the special expires on Sunday, so do it now. UHCougars.com slash blackoutwvu. 7.5 and 92.5, the best sports radio station in Houston. I've got to prove that I'm the best, and I'm racing no matter what you tell me. 